0: live from Fitzgerald's in St Paul this is the daves you know we are the daves i know you will me to be that type of All right. Hey, so uh, we're back this week, uh, and we have a special guest co-host. Uh, he's technically co-hosted twice on the podcast, <laughs> uh, but actually really technically only one time. We got Luke Craig in the house. Luke, hey, what's it going, man?
1: Uh, it's going great. Glad to be here. Uh, sorry about the, the uh, my second hosting gig that nobody ever got to hear. It was the best episode ever. Unfortunately, it's lost in the sands of time because uh, I never actually showed up for it.
0: Yeah, it uh, it just so happened that uh, that I actually wrote the transcript of that episode <laughs> <laughs> from a car in uh, sh- Chicago yeah. or Madison, I think yeah. actually. So it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So so uh, we're because we are the Daves you know, and you know this is the Daves I know. We are drinking uh, the drink of choice of the Daves I know, the rum ham, rum, uh, ham. rum hams, because we're at Fitzgeralds and that mm. is the land of rum hams. Uh, you should actually always order it anytime you're at Fitzgeralds. So cheers. Cheers. Rum hands. All right. Mm. Ah. Down it goes. Down into my belly. All right, ma'am. Are you ready to talk some fucking soccer? Hell yeah. We need uh, we need all that booze because we had a <laughs> really shitty game to talk about. So, if you last remember from our last episode, we um, we actually caught uh, that Houston Dynamo game. We actually, me and Martin came here and we re- recapped it pretty aggressively. Uh, after drinking a lot of fucking booze uh, (laughs) at the game and at uh, Fitzgerald's. So we only have one game to recap, unlike most of the other Minnesota soccer podcasts. We're going to talk about the Red Bulls, what happened. So let's
1: start off with the easiest thing to talk about, your best moment of the game. Um, You know, for me, there's not a whole lot to be real stoked about here, Um, and the scoreline certainly wouldn't support my pick, but uh, I'm going with uh, Bobby Shutterworth, Bobby Hustle. Um, the scoreline would have been a lot worse without some very important slapdowns and saves from him. Um, I know a 0-3 a scoreline doesn't <laughs> sound like a great goalkeeper's day, but I think it would have been really, really ugly without him.
0: No, especially considering the one probably should have been offsides and there was a, you know, whatever. Um, I agree. He was probably the best player of the game, but there was no really good player in that game. No. And, you know, when we looked back in hindsight of the Houston Dynamo game, actually this game – like, weirdly, like, the players played a little bit better, at least for a large chunk of the game. But then everybody sort of just stopped fucking caring in, like, the 60th minute, and that was really de- depressing. So yeah, that sec- I don't really have a best moment of the game. That it was, second goal was, it was just a dagger. There it was, was – really, yeah, yeah. I mean, there was, there was a, a, a bit of, like, light in Minnesota's offense um, after that first goal, after uh, Royer's uh, first goal for the Red Bulls. But, God, man, like, there was nothing else after that. So let's – Let's get into the easier parts of the game. What was the worst moment of the game for you? How much time do we have? We have about sixty-nine minutes, man. Sixty-nine minutes. Actually, sixty-six minutes, my friend, because we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna lock this shit in at sixty-nine minutes. So, Um,
1: what do you got? Well, I I I think ultimately, I think the sort of the really the worst moment of the game was this non-par non-call when Ibarra gets tagged in the box, um, which then leads to a counterattack where uh, where BWP goes ahead and scores on us on kind of an iffy potential offsides there. It was just two ugly moments within about the space of about 30 seconds. And really, um, you know, I'm the thing I'm actually maddest about from this game is not that, um, but uh, we had some ibsonity in the wrong kind of way. He uh, In about the 43rd minute, he just boots one straight to Sasa Claston's feet. That turns into a four-on-two New York counterattack on us. Um... Thanks to, thanks to Bobby, they didn't score at that point, but there were two solid shots on goal that I think would have been real brutal for us had we had a lesser goalkeeper in that day. Um, I just think it was a poor day for Ibsen in particular out there on Saturday, and that's probably the thing I'm maddest about. I don't know if it's the worst, but that's, that's what stuck with me.
0: All right. Well, I kind of had Ibarra there, so I'll actually go with another one. Um, that first goal from... Like, Daniel Royer. Like, Minnesota looked like shit. They were uh, slow and lethargic, and no one stepped up. He just dribbled from about... Uh, 27 28 yards out dribbled up 10 yards no one actually attacked him and he just fucking nailed it from 18 yards out yeah that was the second the only the second goal that the red bulls have scored outside of the uh outside of the box this year yeah
1: i I, and that
0: i mean for me that was that was just that was just a dagger and granted yes minnesota played a little bit better after that but they didn't Obviously, they didn't play great because they couldn't score any more fucking goals. So that was yeah. my worst moment of the game. But. Yeah,
1: the, the Royer goal, like, I, I kind of couldn't mentally process that it happened until I saw it up on the Jumbotron on a replay. Uh, yeah. It just seemed so surreal.
0: Yeah. So um, I'm going to piggyback on what you just said about Ibsen and question about the most what-the-fuck moment of the game. That actually, for me, was that Ibsen giveaway that, like, he gave it away in the midfield. And then, I mean, but for Bobby and – Let's be fair, Ibsen would have been a goal because Bobby made a save, but it hit the, <laughs> hit the bar, went down, and was going into the goal, but for Ibsen, who, like, busted his ass back. This is to true. You get it. So it's like, most what the fuck? Like, it's- seriously, Ibsen, what are you doing? And then the fact that he busted his ass back. Like, again, we talk about this pretty much every week. Ibsen <laughs> just doesn't. We, you don't know Ibsen from week to week, like, what the fuck he's going to do. Um, but the fact, the fact that he fucking b- busted his ass back right. to clear it off the line right. um, was pretty amazing. And also, kind of, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck were you doing in the first place? Yeah, giving that ball away in that in that area, and then that you can just literally fucking turn on your motors and get back there. And yeah, and, and I don't do know it, how he so. got back there. So far. he I don't must know have either. had like a yeah. Star
1: Trek transporter or something to get back there, <laughs> but that is like, that's the most Ibsen, Ibsen thing ever. Is just like completely fuck it up, jeopardize the whole game, and then somehow redeem yourself. Or vice versa. Do something brilliant and then fuck up, within two minutes later. Yeah. So that that's our Ibsen. All right.
0: All right. So, what was your most uh what the fuck moment of the game? Uh, yeah. In this game.
1: Uh, you know, for me, really, the, the the big the big what the fuckery um, that comes out of this game for me is the uh, the raw frustration from Miguel Ibarra that I think we're seeing here. Um, I've been hearing a lot of chatter that he's slowing down. He doesn't quite have the step he used to. I'm not sure if that's what I'm seeing here, um, but he had so many potential shots that would have been just vintage Ibarra goals where just one damn thing or another happened to prevent it. Um, And especially that 63rd or so minutes, uh, we had a long ball out of the back to Ramirez. Ramirez makes a nice quick pass to Ibarra in the box. He gets taken down, and there's a no call. And then, of course, that turns into the Bradley Wright Phillips goal a little bit later on. Uh, but he had that header that went slightly wide. He had that left-footed shot that just went slightly off balance. Um, you know, I'm feeling like the Ibarra you and I kind of grew up seeing over the last couple of years ago. Those were all moments where it would have been like, "Well, goddamn, there goes there goes Miguel Ibarra again." And it just didn't come together.
0: And, yeah, uh, you're right. I mean, but there was there was like four shots like that where it missed headers, uh, shots that just missed the frame. As well as a couple shots that were on frame. That, yeah, you go, you put one or two of those in. That's a completely different game. Yeah, but um, in this circumstance, it was not. So and it left me um, saying, "What the fuck?" Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. All right. So, uh, what was your? Uh, Official scorecard uh, rating of the
1: match official. Yeah, I, I wasn't happy with this with this ref. I'm giving him one and a half stars out of thirteen. <laughs> uh, That's would, a very arbitrary, arbitrary number. My uh-huh. would not bang. Would not bang. <laughs> well, would uh, not bang again. Let's uh, put it that way. We had we had a lot of miscalls. Uh, you know, I'm going to keep going on about this, but the borrow non-call. Um, I think Bradley White Phillips might have been offside It's a little bit hard to tell on the replay. Um, And then there was a lot of fairly heavy-handed yellows. Um, As everybody knows, I'm from the uh, Thin Lizzy School of Officiating, which is if the boys want to fight, you better let them. That's Um, fair. So I think there were some yellows that went out that weren't really called for, especially the uh, calm and yellow seemed a little questionable to me. Yeah, that that
0: was uh, aggressive. That's what we all know, my love (laughs) of baby boy Brent. Um, Yeah. uh, Yeah. I I agree. I mean, he was way too involved in the outcome, but – Honestly, if we're blaming the refs for this uh, this outcome of this no. match, that's a huge fucking cop out on Minnesota United yeah. fans. No, you can't blame um, the ref here. Again, we, like I said, we had four shots that just missed the frame, a couple on frame, including the Tsin shot uh, that was redeflected by the Red Bulls defender that almost went in, but for Luis Robles being like saving it out of his asshole, um, putting <laughs> this game on the refs is is not, it's not becoming of of Minnesota soccer no, fans. Not now, but he, the ref also missed a. Possibly two handballs and definitely that Ibarra uh, non-call in the penalty box was uh, a thing. So, um, all right. Well, this is the this the sad part of the podcast. Where where's your Freddie Adu star of the game? Who was
1: your Freddie Adu star of the game? I wish I didn't have to say this. But uh, uh, Daniel Royer uh, with that laser beam goal in the 18th minute. um, As I said, it happened so suddenly. I really just I I didn't believe that it happened until I saw the replay in the jumbotron. Um, and after that, I had to take my daughter up to the concourse so we could go find a snow cone because uh, she was too hot and I was rot. That's right. So, um, so, and then, you know, the, he gets the assist to Bradley White Phillips that, for that second goal, um, which is kind of bullshit, I think, because it probably should have been offsides, frankly. But it's on the books now, and we've got to live with it. Uh, so I think the only revenge we can have is to constantly and deliberately confuse Austria and Australia just to piss Daniel Royer <laughs> off. Uh, so that is our mission now. That's days, fair. We, days we know.
0: That's fair. All right. So, uh, Dave's I know acolytes uh, do that. Piss, confuse Austria and Australia. Um, I kind of agree, Royer. I'm gonna actually gonna gonna go on a limb here and off the notes and say uh, Princess Party was the star of the game. Oh hell yeah You yes. went to the Princess Party. It was. Tell tell us a little bit about the Princess Party because most of the Dave's I know uh, uh, listening audience is not uh, Princess Party uh, aficionados. So, so Dave Martin was there. Yes. Apparently his kids had a meltdown. I heard I had that heard that firsthand from yesterday. That they just fucking lost their shit. <laughs> I, I didn't um, see that, but yeah, apparently they just they're like all these really cool princesses that they know, yeah. and then they just absolutely lost uh, their it, shit. It May
1: have been a little overwhelming for them. Okay, I don't know. so yeah, um, break break so, the princess party down. So for princess it. party was 100 emoji, fire emoji, <laughs> uh, you fill fill in the blank emoji here. Um, they had all uh, of these women who uh, eggplant princesses. emoji. What
0: eggplant emoji? Uh, that's a little creepy, dude. <laughs>
1: okay. A little enough. creepy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was a great time. Uh, my daughter absolutely loves Cinderella, so she got to dance with, quote-unquote, Cinderella. Um, and I got a it to whoever was doing Rapunzel because she was really funny. Um, and they had, like, a DJ, and they were dancing, and there was Punch and Cookies. And, and I'm still waiting to get my pictures back, but... Uh, Wait, there was Punch and Cookies? There was Punch and Cookies. Not Punch and Pie? No. Um. No.
0: Punch uh. a pat! Punch <laughs> a pat. That's a South Park reference for all and you then, uh, for all you kids.
1: So just a lot of a lot of dads uh, hanging out uh Filling out those replica jerseys and uh, watching their daughters <laughs> do their thing. I like so. that. Filling and, out and a, and a couple and a couple of boys too. So filling out those replica yep. jerseys. Anyone who can wants to be a princess can be a princess. That's so. awesome. Yep. Uh, that's great. We had
0: a couple capos on the Dark Cloud stand uh, wearing <laughs> princess ti- uh, princess tiaras. Oh hell yeah! Half, uh, <laughs> half, like around half half point uh, halfway of the game. Nice. So. Um, all right. So <laughs> that's basically me saying I don't want to talk about start of the game. Um, <laughs>
1: Well, let's there talk about none. the next Freddy dude, the shittiest no, player of the game. Freddie. What do you
0: got? Luke Craig.
1: Um, I I can't really name an individual here, um, but the central defense was really out to launch a lot here. Um, and I don't, you, you know, I think Coleman was doing what he could. Boxall just got off a plane from damn New Zealand. I don't know how much you can hold him to account. Not from New Zealand, uh, from, from this.
0: Canada, but...
1: Whatever. Oh what? Whatever, man. Well, he, he needed
0: to go get his passport. and All part his of the same damn, damn shit, British so. Commonwealth.
1: It's just that's fair. Us down, the Commonwealth man. is. Uh, that's right. Fuck the Commonwealth. Right. I've become a Lyndon LaRouche fan now. I'm blaming everything <laughs> on the Queen of England, uh, who are uh, secretly a lizard person. Yes. Oh, um, well, that's so. Obvious. Anyway, so he's he's fresh off the plane. I don't know how much you can expect from him, um, but the fact of the matter is, on at least that first uh, goal. I don't know where Cronin was. And frankly, I feel like I didn't see Cronin at all in the game. And then Ibsen is sort of equally horrible and redeeming himself somewhat, um, by preventing that one goal in the 43rd minute. So, uh, I got to say the, uh, the central defense overall was just the shittiest part of the game. And that's just the way the cards rolled out. Yeah, no, I, uh,
0: generally I have to agree with you there. Um, and more honestly more like the entire back line It's not so much the central right. offense uh Thiessen had like i said he had that really he had that really great uh, uh, really great opportunity early in yes. the uh, early yeah, in the first half that. right after the right after red bulls had scored the goal which again you know yeah. not great that they had scored no, a goal I, you can't be mad um, at
1: jerome i don't think um, and yeah. i think Jerome was doing the best he could but that well, doesn't belong there yeah, but he's apparently going to be our
0: left back of the of the future, my okay, friend. Yeah, so, and, well, um, get used to that yeah, shit. This is
1: this is me finding a bridge to.
0: Well, g- yeah. <laughs> Take a swing from. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, there's a, there's a, several bridges, uh, and they're probably going to be full. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. of Minnesota United fans. Um, I am just I'm just trying to find something because I I want to say Sam Cronin was not actually playing in this last game. I
1: thought I saw him in the lineup, and I could be horribly wrong.
0: Uh, just trying to navigate the, the okay. really shitty website Goal.com. Right. Fuck you, Goal.com. Why so in the meantime, so there's shitty? there's been
1: some strange MLS news today. So we've got Bob Bradley being unveiled as the manager for LA. Oh, we don't want wants to talk about. We don't want to go there. Well, do we want to talk I mean, about those Santos that's, joining? That's uh, actually
0: so Bob Bradley's announcement was <laughs> bad fucking ass is what that was. Yeah, uh, that
1: that little video they dropped was Especially uh,
0: after Siggy Schmidt yeah. and that announcement. Yeah. Um the fact that uh Bob Bradley uh yeah, maybe Sam Cronin did play. Well, okay. There you go. He apparently right. was he was not uh all right. I didn't We'll, we'll get back to LA talk whatever. in a minute, maybe. All right, so yeah, so basically, yeah, the, the entire back line for me was shit. All right, so let's stop talking about that last game. <laughs> yeah, let's end the pain. Uh, we've done about. to four- more rum yeah. hands to drown the pain. Yeah, here. we've done about uh, ten minutes on a really shitty game. So, let's talk about some other United news, and oh then boy. we'll talk about uh, a town hall that happened oh today. Boy. I didn't actually listen. I. I did not uh, eat my weed gummy and then listen to the town hall. I just went off of uh, <laughs> stuff on Twitter. Um, but was some, there's actually some U- United news actually that happened. Um, so the worst kept secret in Minnesota since the MLS announcement, uh, Allianz Field was announced on Tuesday. I
1: feel like we knew this a year ago.
0: Yeah, we knew it. We knew it back in April when it was <laughs> okay. an, when it was leaked to everybody. Yeah. And, again, that's why I say it's the worst-kept secret in Minnesota oh since the MLS announcement, which we apparently did not know about until six months before the season started. Nope, because it just, it just snuck right up on us. It snuck right up on us, and we had, no, we had no preparation. Like a thief in the uh, night. That leads us into the town hall stuff. Uh, Alboja's loan, obviously, was uh, his loan option was declined.
1: Um, yeah. He's
0: still in Minnesota, which I love because he's fucking Swedish, and it's, there's a... She's a ton of Swedes up here, so yeah. I, really, good for I him.
1: really wish we could have made this work. I mean, I understand. God, from I a don't mean me too, man. Um, the thing I am concerned about is it sounds like as of right now we're content to only have two goalies. On yeah, the roster. Yeah, uh, this seems very unwise to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Knock I mean, on uh, whatever this bar surface yeah, is. Yeah, we shouldn't have a three hundred thousand
0: dollar goalkeeper as a, a third option on yeah. our roster, but we probably should yeah. have. A, a third goalkeeper. Yeah, so. just just a warm body. Also, plus, uh, my wife's my wife is like she has Swedish and Norwegian uh, relatives, and they actually like Alboja was the keeper from the team that they supported. Oh god! And so, when we were at the home opener, uh, my father in law took a picture of Alboja, oh, and, wow. and one of his one of the Swedish one of the Swedish relatives like. Hey, that was our keeper. That's our guy. And so (laughs) I'm a little, I'm a little, like, I'll pour one out for uh, because, And also he was a really fucking awesome Instagram And Twitter follow like yeah, the dude was
1: uh, Jerome, on point. Jerome and got, got the on, work cut out for yeah, him. Yeah, TSO. Well, S. 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 is actually
0: pretty good too, man. Oh, he's beautiful. Yeah, Alboja. Yeah. went to the fucking Iron Maiden show. Yeah, oh, and he did. He, yeah, because yeah, because oh, Ghost, Ghost Open and they're from Sweden. Yeah, yeah, and so he
1: like, he was there for Ghost. Oh my god. He was like, oh, okay.
0: there's Iron Maiden show broke out oh. after after Ghost. So oh yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, so Nick, as you mentioned before, Nicholson and Boxel both got starts at the weekend. Both literally coming in off the plane, and much like Tia Sun, uh, having like literally maybe like 24 hours to be with the team. Right. Um, Nicholson actually was able to at least train with team a little bit, um, but Nicholson came off at the halftime, and he was fucking toasted. Man. I I think this might have
1: been the warmest temperature he's ever seen. In I his think entire so. Life.
0: And so I saw some uh, the Miss United always sends out like the quotes and notes right thing. And the last one, the last question was like, oh, yeah, your first game, all that. And uh, talking about Minnesota and all and all that. He's like, yeah, anything's better than Scotland. He literally <laughs> said that. I was like, that's pretty hilarious. Also, okay. you need to get your fair skin uh, adjusted to Minnesota yes. uh, summers. Yeah, welcome to the dog days yeah. of a Midwestern summer, so, my friend. And uh, the last little sort of united note before we jump into the town hall is uh, Itasca Society is full. Congratulations, Minnesota United! Yeah, conned eleven thousand eight hundred and forty-two people into uh, buying season tickets regularly. Okay. Uh, approximately a little more than two thousand people will be invo- like, allowed to buy season tickets uh, before they're capped. They're capping season tickets in the in the new stadium at fourteen thousand, mm. um, which I is is what they should probably be doing. Yeah, a twenty I mean, thousand seat stadium. You want you want to have some walk up sales. You want to have some yeah, absolutely
1: group sales, things like that. It right. makes sense to cap it at fourteen thousand. Right. Yeah, um, I, I get it.
0: The fact I, I think they thought they were going to fill up this uh, Itasca Society early, early, early last year, not oh. halfway through this year. So yeah, talk about what you want about that. But yeah, so there's basically yeah. two thousand more season tickets available if you want to get season tickets. Okay, and be. Have season tickets in the new
1: stadium, get on it, I guess. Uh, uh, well, and uh, there's there's a little bit of salt in the atmosphere around some of these issues, too, which I, I suspect we'll be getting to in a minute here. Hey, segue. <laughs>
0: hey Segue. So, there was a town hall that happened. Uh, I... We actually you didn't, weren't able to listen to it either
1: no were i i literally all i know is what i saw on the okay. um, on the live twitter feed frankly okay i wasn't so. i wasn't
0: even watching the live twitter feed i actually yeah. had a staff meeting because i have a <laughs> regular yeah paying job i mean i'm not a i'm not a vice president at a uh, bank uh i'm a marketing uh person at a nonprofit. so um so we have some we have some uh, hot, hot little takes yeah, about this this, thing. Is,
1: this is what we would call uh, tertiary sourcing in the uh, history business. So
0: so, <laughs> so I was so I was in my staff meeting, like listening to people, and then I saw on uh, a Slack feed that I'm a, a part of, Nazi question? And I was like, uh, holy shit, straight, that's straight fire. Uh, yeah. Mostly, if the people don't know, Allianz is a, they're... Uh, they're, they're German. They're German. Yeah. They're a multinational corporation. They do insurance. They uh, they have some history in Germany. They've been around for eighty years. And the kind of the big thing is like, well, any company, like Audi and Volkswagen, has some history. I got some
1: bad news about Krupp's coffee maker with Germany. Yeah, Um, so, but it was it was
0: actually fucking hilarious that whoever whoever whoever, so no, I mean here's the thing: someone was moderating these questions. And decided to Ooh. let that one go
1: through. Ooh. That to me is like the most hilarious thing. Wh- whoever, whoever got that one in there, let me buy you a rum ham. <laughs> That's all I can say. Come to, <laughs> it deserves a rum ham. Oh, uh, hit us up on uh, our Twitter
0: feed at T D I K M and Meet us at uh, Fitzgeralds, and we'll buy you Hell a fucking yes. rum ham, yeah, man. Yeah, rum ham for that. Yeah. One. Um, I don't know what, what was your what what was your biggest uh, takeaway from the uh, so.
1: You know, I, I From the town I,
0: hall Twitter feed.
1: There, Minnesota United at large and the fan community at large, we're we're kind of in the summer of our discontent right now. Um, we're certainly not seeing the kind of on-field results we were hoping for. Uh, there's some issues going on within supporters group land here about you know how we're all going to work together in supporters section and uh, who speaks for the supporters when they're talking to the front office and issues like that. Um, and it feels like a lot of what we're hearing from the front office is a lot of push, a lot of sales pitch, and a, not a whole lot of, uh, you know, we're going to provide you with the best damn football club that you can possibly have here in Minnesota. It's kind of a perfect ingredient of just a bunch of stuff that leads to some dissatisfaction right now. Um, you know, my concern is I've, I've been hanging out at the dark clouds since 2012. Um, got a lot of great friendships, a lot of great relationships through that. And I'm, I'm getting concerned, because I'm hearing people I've known all this time who've been there a lot longer than I was, who I know have put in a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into making that group work, are getting demoralized, and there's at least some grumbling about, well, maybe uh, you know, maybe I'll just go buy a seat with the normies uh, away from the supporter section next year, which is a huge bummer for me. I don't know what the answer is. I really don't. Uh, this is a little bit outside of my wheelhouse here, but, Um, god damn it let's get this thing fixed man because i want this to be the best uh the best club culture in america and i think we can get there for sure so hopefully we can get this sorted out i hope the front office realizes there's more to life than just revenues i know they've got to do that but they've also got to take care of the people who've really built the value for this club uh which is our unique uh fan culture that makes people want to participate in this being watching this soccer team and uh, being part of those clubs, so that's nope. my sermon <laughs> that's
0: fair enough. No, that's hundred percent true. I mean We wouldn't have this team but for the dark clouds Right on I mean on, like literally that is that is you cannot dispute that That's said in in multiple places that but for the passion of the dark clouds and the supporters group um, Bill McGuire would not have bought this team right and this team would not exist right now. Yeah. I, so, you're, you I mean, you're right. And I, I, I agree with you 100% that I think they're taking advantage of this supporter culture. And they're just like, oh, it's just going to keep going. And we're building you this thing uh, where you're, you're going to have uh, a standing, standing section, which is great. Which is great. But they're, yeah. also, they're also shitting the bed and doing all the other things that they should be doing. This team has uh, consistently said... That they are modeling their stadium after Children's Mercy Park in uh, Kansas City, where Sporting Kansas City plays, and, and where the, the uh, uh, Blue Hell and,
1: and you've you've been there so I've been times, there right? multiple times yeah. and
0: and listen, the things I've seen from this team, they are not doing. The only thing they're doing there that is going to be better than what Children's Mercy Park is doing is that they're building that that wall of supporters, twenty hundred people, safe standing, drink holders, great, awesome. We're like, hey, can we have a supporters bar behind it? And no, nothing. Really, zero, nothing yeah. happening. Oh, there's gonna be other bars around the, the in in the area. Yeah. There's gonna be uh. clubs for for other people. They're not doing anything to actually engage the supporters other than just giving us lip service, and that is that's a frustrating thing. And yeah. I like hardly full, full heartedly, echo right. that. and so.
1: I and I think the thing the thing that makes us unique is. There's probably no other club in America where the supporter group and the supporter culture is just existentially linked with the existence of the club. Yeah, 100%. Um, this is a supporter community that essentially attracted, grew, created a, a club out of thin air versus some of the original MLS teams where a team was planted in the city and a supporter culture eventually grew around those. Um, the supporters were here first. The supporters have really created the value of this club. And, um, you know, we've got to have a good, uh, mutually uh, beneficial relationship with, uh, with the business side here. So
0: Yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I, I don't want to belabor the points, but uh, there's a couple of uh,
1: particularly uh, interesting
0: things that some people said on the call. Um, that I I listened to a little bit of the, little bit of the call, but obviously that Nazi question was a hilarious. Straight fire, whoever whoever uh, said that question. If you know if you follow the names, I know like tweet at me. I, I want to high five you. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, Nick Rogers said some things that I was that was that were curious or uh, you know, peculiar. Um, no correlation between spending and quality of uh, of teams. Ooh. I was like. That's kind of bullshit. I mean, have you seen Ellie Galaxy's uh, trophy case?
1: Yeah, to, uh, to quote Jim Oliver, a.k.a. at New Skull on Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe there is. <laughs> maybe there <laughs> is. Yes, maybe. And uh, Rogers had some
0: uh, comments about uh, why we don't have a USL affiliate team and how basically the same thing, like how USL affiliates do not equal success, um, to which I'm like, well, we have an academy, but our academy is 13- and 14-year-olds. How the right. fuck are we going to uh like we're not we can't just loan players out willy nilly to random fucking teams. Like I no. know we we rented. you know, we loaded we loaned Greenspan out to the Riverhounds, but like you need to have a, a fucking team to loan people out and an affiliate. Anyways. Um yeah. well, and then probably the most hilarious thing that Nick Rogers said was building the stadium means we don't have money for other things like marketing. Trying to Ooh. be efficient with marketing. Ooh. To which I don't know. I all I can say is jerk off motion. Like uh, seriously. <laughs> fair enough. I like Nick, but yeah, seriously agreed. fuck you, Nick <laughs> Rogers. You couldn't spend money on marketing for your goddamn fucking team. Yeah. That's coming into the market. They're it's the professional soccer. It's a thing you've been working for for four fucking years and you can't spend any money on fucking marketing because you are spending money on a stadium that you literally did not have the authority to start building at this time last
1: year. Fuck you. Fuck okay. you. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm done. Okay, okay. I'm not I'm not going to go quite that far. You know, when we're here in the second hand, hopefully it didn't <laughs> quite sound as bad as it sounds on paper right now. But here's the thing, like anybody with any knowledge of how businesses work is they you know that businesses die because they're undercapitalized or they didn't have a good plan if you're coming to us now now that we're in mls and saying that you didn't plan to have the resources available to both build a stadium and do some kind of minimally competent marketing for this club then somebody's really screwed up in a in a very fundamental way here um and so i'm hoping that's not the case um, but I've been very disappointed in the marketing we've seen with this team now, especially looking back and comparing uh, back in 2011-ish when uh, Portland Timbers came up out of NASL and had a brilliant marketing campaign and have built probably for what is right now the best fan culture in North America uh, with what's going on with Timbers Army. So, and I, and I really think that we've got the potential to have the exact same thing, maybe even better here. Um, but some balls are getting dropped. And that, that's what's disappointing and concerning for me. Yeah. All right.
0: So, long story short, let's fix this. Yeah, right? fi- let's fix it. Exactly. <laughs> all right. With rum hams. All right. So, uh, with rum hams. Right. More, more fucking rum hams. <laughs> Speaking of which. Yeah, that guy's going to drink. Uh, let's jump into Tactical Schmactical. Um, this is where we talk about the upcoming week's game. This week we have DC United. Um, I flipped it around this week because... Mostly because, well, D.C. United sucks. So instead of doing who's good at the start, we're going to do who sucks at the start. We're going to
1: call this cause for hope.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Luke, who sucks for okay, D.C. Guys. United?
1: Okay, so it's been a lot of doom and gloom so far. Here's some rays of sunshine. Here, Here's the scoop on D.C. United. They are last in their conference. They suck balls. They are last in the overall league table. And they actually helped Houston get their very first road victory this entire goddamn year by giving up three goals on Saturday in the first 17 minutes. Watch the highlights. It is brutal. They've only scored 18 goals all season. Again, dead last in the league on goals scored. And they're slightly ahead of us in shots on goal. They've got 89 to our 81. Um, If there is a beatable team on the calendar at home when we really need a goddamn victory, this is it, folks. All right yeah i mean this team
0: is really really bad um and they again yeah you're right they're worse than the loons uh sebastian latou has since he moved over to uh dc from philly has been terrible um mediocre at best i guess uh and Ooh. taylor yeah exactly who uh sebastian Who? <laughs> uh Taylor Kemp and Bobby Boswell on the left-hand side. Bobby Boswell really? is in the uh, – yeah, exactly. In that uh, left uh, fullback position uh, or left center back position. Um, they're, they can be exploited. They do not play well together. They're young. Um, Wait,
1: Boswell's not young. Boswell's not young. He's like my age.
0: Taylor Kemp's young. Yeah. But they've only been playing together for like four games or so. And then Kofi Apara. Who should be a lot better is not, and he's he's the, he's the other he's the right center back, and again like it's just that entire back line of DC United is U-D-L-Y. is uh yeah you ain't got no alibi. <laughs>
1: All right, so uh, who's good well, for DC United? Okay, So if, if DC United does have one secret weapon, it's it's in goal. True. Uh, Bill Hamid is the current league leader in saves. He's blocked seventy three out of ninety eight shots. He's got three clean sheets to show over sixteen games. And he just picked up some uh, some valuable Gold Cup experience, shut out Nicaragua for the USA, and now he's cap tied to the USA. By the way, uh, we really—I don't know if we have to respect DC uh, United as an overall team, but we certainly have to respect Bill Hamid as an individual goalkeeper. Yeah, that's true. That's fair.
0: Um, I didn't put Bill Hamid down because I kind of forgot that you know he was on DC United because
1: well, he's been away for a bit. So. Yeah, he's been so. away he for
0: because Bobby Sherwood actually has 33 saves in the last like five games, and he, like, leads the league and saves in those in those five games because people, you know, Mr. United gives up a shit ton of shots. What have you done for me lately? Exactly. So I forgot about Bill Hamid, But um, uh, Luciano Acosta leads the team in goals and assists um, for D.C. United. Uh, he's got uh, four goals, I think, and three assists. Um, so he slots in number as normally as a number 10 behind uh, Deshaun Brown, a Jamaican player. Who was not actually called up to the Jamaican national team? Mm. He's probably like you know he's the one player that probably Minnesota United needs to look out for on Saturday as, as someone who can make some stuff happen uh, behind uh, behind a, right. a striker and maybe give us some give us some trouble. Probably not, but you know you never you never know. So um, all right, so how
1: should uh, how should we play? Uh, DC How should United? I play him? Okay, here's, yeah. here's the caveat. I'm a tactical idiot. I don't know anything about anything. I am absolutely the worst right back who ever played the game. So so take everything I'm saying with a grain of salt here, but I say we just go balls to the wall, full-on full frontal attack on the D.C. United goal. I want machine gun rapid-fire shots. Um, I just think that they're generally a poor enough team that despite Bill Hamid being a good keeper, um, he can't block them all. Um, let's just turn this thing into a damn shootout. Uh, let's hope our central defense can hold it down a little bit for the inevitable counterattack should they come. Um, but let's just try to run up the score. We've got to break this goal drought. Um, uh, what are we at, like 350-plus minutes without a goal right now? Yeah. we got to break it. I mean, honestly, for the, like, the future of this team, for the rest of the season, <laughs> they've got to psychologically get out of this goal drought and start banging some in. All right. And no better time than on Saturday. Fair enough.
0: Banking them in. On Saturday, courtesy of Luke Craig, uh, I I mean I agree I I basically Mike mo- more or less agree with you man like we yeah we we haven't scored over three hundred fifty minutes, um, so who the fuck knows how we should play them right like right like and we've been well we've been we've been missing a lot of players like we got Calvo back yeah I presuming yeah. Jermaine Taylor will not be back in the, the central defense although who knows. I mean with Coleman out, it would be great if Jermaine Taylor was fit to play I, on Saturday. Did, did you
1: hear what you just said?
0: I know. <laughs> well Coleman's out this, because of yellow cards and this so This is where we're at, folks. Yeah, this, this <laughs> we're is We're
1: praying for Jermaine Taylor. We are
0: in the fucking wheelhouse of being like
1: God, God I really did, hope Jermaine Taylor. Oh, didn't see this coming uh, back in March. <laughs> yeah. God.
0: Uh, so I mean also, to be fair, uh, United has given up, give up seven goals in fifty-eight minutes between the game against the Sounders Ooh. and the game against Houston. So this team yeah. knows how to give up goals. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, man. Like yep. we need to, we need to bomb on the, on um, we need to bomb this team. Yep. But I'm not 100 percent sure that Adrian Heath is able to do that, or, or knows how to uh, employ a team that will actually do that, uh. where they actually will, will attack from the right-hand side and lashing crosses because Kofi Apar is not a good uh, central defender. And listen, Ramirez Ramirez and Abar have shown abilities to get their heads on balls. Like, why not like, lash them in there? Yes. You got
1: nothing else fucking going on in your, in your offensive repertoire. Do it. So, so so you're saying pass the Dutch on the right-hand side? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I mean, if...
0: If Inji's gonna put the bar <laughs> on the right hand side, fuck yeah, Let's do it. I mean, attack that left hand, let that, that those left backs, and yes, absolutely, 100. Like that is the weak link in DC United. I mean, there are many weak links, but that is yeah. the weakest of the links in DC United. So sweep the leg, Johnny. Yeah, sweep the leg. All right, so
1: who's gonna win? Goddamn, I hope we win. I I I think it will be a shootout, and I'm totally fine with that. I'm. Uh, I'm predicting a three-two Minnesota United victory. Uh, I'll be lighting the candles and uh, firing up the voodoo dolls or whatever I need to do to make sure that happens. All right. All right. Well, I have
0: a, uh, I have a two nothing win. I think. Uh, okay. I think. I think. You know, Bobby. Shuttleworth. Bobby uh, Hustle. Yeah, I think he keeps a clean sheet. Okay. For the first time in a long time. Yeah. Mostly because I don't think he's challenged at all. <laughs> Cause it's fucking DC United, Um, but yeah, I think we went to nothing. So, all right, let's move on to the uh, next segment. Uh, Pixar didn't happen. Pixar didn't happen. Uh, Me and uh, Martin picked a bunch of games last week. Neither of us did very well, so we're just gonna barrel through these. Uh, Impact beat the Union. So this is these are all midweek games. Impact beat the Union two to one. Uh, We both picked that game. Red Bulls beat San Jose Earthquake five to one in loot in. Future of beating the shit out of us as well yeah. uh, We both picked that game Not that drastically um, City New York City versus Toronto FC 2-2, uh, two to two. I nailed that one Martin nailed did not uh, Of course, Houston Dynamo And Mississippi end up 0-0 zero zero. Yeah, Whitecaps uh, beat LA Galaxy 1-0, Martin picked that one correctly uh, We also Lake Went into Portland and beat them 4-1, what what? I have no fucking idea None <laughs> okay. of us picked that one <laughs> uh, and then Sounders beat DC United on Wednesday, uh, four to three. Uh, we both picked that one correctly. All right, end to the weekend: Orlando City versus Atlanta United. I we both actually picked uh, United Atlanta United to beat Orlando City mm, on the road. On the road, one to nothing. Uh, NYCFC versus Chicago Fire, two to one to the uh, to the city to Manchester West, and uh, I picked that one correctly. And we got a bunch of ones that we did not pick correctly. Let's go there. Let's Rail down through them. Uh, Red Bulls beat Minnesota United, of course, three to nothing. Uh, Colorado Rapids got a draw on the road against Toronto uh, one to one. What? Uh, Dynamo beat Houston United or DC United, three to one. Yeah, that was brutal. Neither of us picked that correctly. Weirdly, um, mostly because Dynamo has been shit on the road. Uh, and then uh, the Revolution beat LA Galaxy four to three, and probably the weirdest. Most lame four to three game ever. Oh, really? Yeah, it was really. Okay. It was really bad. It was just <laughs> lame and bad. Uh, okay. And the Galaxy are generally good on the road, and they lost four to three. Uh, Columbus Crew beat the Philadelphia Union one to nothing. Both Martin and I picked that one correctly. Nice. Uh, Dallas FC Dallas beat Montreal two to one on the road, and no one picked that one. Uh, sporting drew with Real Salt Lake on the road. It's- uh, in Utah one to one I think we both picked Casey to win that game uh, Timbers beat whitecaps two to one on the road mm. and I think we both picked Vancouver to win that game actually and then uh, which was incorrect and then Seattle Sounders beat San Jose three to nothing we both picked that one so basically our records are overall I'm 102 and one night or what sorry 109 and 119 I'm um, i am with as including pick and draws and shit, uh, Martin's ninety and one thirty eight. He's way out of Ooh. So yeah, so I'm I'm gonna own Martin for a little bit. <laughs> um, we're gonna do picks for this uh, this upcoming week, and we're gonna do uh, myself, Luke, and Martin. Oh, man,
1: it's a three way. Yeah, it's a three
0: way. Yikes! So we have Atlanta United versus Orlando City uh, SC. I have Atlanta United winning one to
1: nothing. What do you got, Luke? Well, let's take a look here. I actually I like Orlando's chances on this one for some reason. Don't ask me why. Um, so I'm picking them to Orlando 2-1. All right. Martin's got Atlanta United winning 3-0. Um,
0: all right. Uh, New England Revolution. I have them beating the Philadelphia Union 4-2. Martin's got them winning 1-0. What do you got? I got them winning 3-1. All right. That's probably the correct answer. Uh, Red Bulls versus Montreal Impact. I have a 2-2 draw as Montreal goes into New Jersey and uh, draws the Red Bulls. Uh, Martin has a 1-1 draw. Mm. What do you got?
1: I'm calling it, Fucking I'm calling coin it little coin toss. I didn't Jesus. even want to put right. numbers on this All one. Right. Fair <laughs> enough. That's not You can't do that. It's not fair.
0: All right. Um, FC Dallas versus the Vancouver Whitecaps. I have the uh, FC Dallas's winning 3-1. Uh, Martin also has a two to one win. What do you
1: got? Uh, I'm hoping they do retro night and it's still the Dallas burn, but uh, uh, Dallas over Whitecaps three one. Okay. All right. Uh, Houston Dynamo versus
0: the Portland Timbers. I have a Dynamo Ooh. win, two to one. Martin has a three two Dynamo win over the Portland Timbers. What do you got? I also Craig. have a Dynamo win, but I'm calling it two zip. Oh. You know they let up a lot of goals in uh, Houston, right? That's cool. All right, we uh, both. I, I predicted the 2-0 Minnesota United win over What's DC. Martin, say? Martin says a zero-zero draw. Oh God, he's. Oh man. Oh yeah. Damn you. And Martin. you had you had three-two. Uh, yep. All right, cool. Uh, all right, RSL versus Columbus Crew. I have the Columbus Crew going into uh, into Rio Tinto and getting a one-nothing win. Martin has a 1-1 draw. What do you have?
1: Uh, I called it a 1-1 draw as well. It's going to be a boring-ass game. Highlighting,
0: <laughs> highlighting a Columbus Crew win, though.
1: All right. Uh,
0: San Jose versus Colorado Rapids. Uh, San Jose hosting them. I have them winning
1: 3-2. Martin has a one nothing win, and you have a... Yeah, you know who wins that game? Narcolepsy. Sounds like a boring-ass game to me. Uh, But I actually said it was going to be Colorado Rapids uh, over earthquakes uh, uh, one by one. Man,
0: you know they've never won; they've not won a game on the road yet this year, right? They're
1: due. They're due. They're due. Just like the Washington Generals against Harlem Grove Trotters, they're due. Fair enough. All
0: right. Uh, Sporting Kansas City hosting the Chicago Fire. I have the KCs, the Sporks, Sporks. winning one nothing. Uh, Ooh, David Martin riding that. Fire Benwagon has Fire winning two to one. <laughs> Who do you, and you? Oh shit! We're all different on this one. This is awesome. I'm calling a two-two draw.
1: <laughs> in, How you like them apples? In Sporking
0: Park. In
1: Sporking Park.
0: Nickelback sent like Nickelback, uh, the Nickelback <laughs> center of the universe. Cool. All right. Uh, L.A. Galaxy versus Seattle Sounders. I have the Sounders winning yeah. in L.A. four to two. Uh, Martin has the Gal- Sounders winning. In LA, three to one. You have the Sounders winning at what? Score? I've got them also winning three to one. All so right. me and Martin are on the same wavelength on this one. Very good. Uh, Toronto, Toronto FC. This is the Sunday game. Uh, Toronto FC versus New York City. I have the I have a three-three draw in Ooh. Toronto. It's gonna be a hot. Uh, one. Martin's got a one-two win to NYCFC. I think. Apparently. Because he, yeah, yeah that's
1: yeah. NYCFC is gonna develop invisibility powers. It's gonna apparently, be awesome. yeah. And then uh, what do you got? I'm taking Toronto over NYCFC 3-2. Ooh, all right. There
0: we go. All right, so indulge your fantasy. Uh, (laughs) I actually had a really awesome fantasy week, guys. Just want to point this out. (laughs) Uh, I scored 127 points. I'm up to 1,427. In 10th place, up two spots, leapfrogging our our normal co-host, Dave Martin, who only had 66 points. It's a very bad week for Dave Martin. Um, he's in eleventh place right now. Uh, who kicked ass in the league? Spencer, on you, of course. He does because he's leading the league. 150 points. Like, be a don't be a dick, man. Maybe just you know, not play some players sometimes or play some injured players. Uh, Warriors FC actually though, 144 points. They jumped five spots. Whoa. I mean, they're still like in 25th place. Most improved. But they they yeah scored a points. They didn't uh, have a single offsides call. That's true. So <laughs> just the just like Minnesota
1: United on Saturday.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So you're looking at the standings. Uh, Brothers Demidoff, Costa Rica Loon, Kringo LA, one, two, three. You're not in the uh, days I'm not. The I Lleague. somehow missed the boat on that. Are you, are you gonna votes. join are you gonna join our uh, uh, EPL league? Oh hell yeah, I bet Okay. Yeah. So we're so we're we are going to do a Taga EPL league. Uh, we'll we'll get it set up soon. Yeah. Uh, we'll put out the the links and all that stuff, but uh yeah, if you're into EPL or even if you are not into EPL, you're into being competitive and if you're into betting, if you want to like wager money on shit, I'm Ooh. down for that. So okay, I'm I, I'm a degenerate gambler. I'm a degenerate gambler. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> All right, we're coming into the home stretch. Hey-o. Wow, they look right on time, man. 69 minutes yet? Six. Close. We're getting nice. close. Nice. All right. So, this is the point where we got some fucking answers for oh, you. No. <laughs> so, let's, uh, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's go in reverse here. So, uh, at Nate Pence, um, who's my realtor, uh, if you need to buy a house, at Nate Pence, uh, hit at that guy. That guy's an awesome realtor. Is there any evidence in MLS history to support Lagos' comments about Scandinavian players
1: fitting in MOS? Yeah, so I go, even, Luke. I don't even know what his comment was. So I, I tried very quickly this afternoon to, to it, do a little. Basically, research.
0: it was it was, from my understanding of reading the, the, comments are so not necessarily, but like the, the actual like written words of the comments was so basically like they're trying to find players at the Scandinavian level that fit in the MLS model. I don't know. It's basically like people who have fucking
1: heritage here or
0: something. I don't know.
1: Okay, so I am guess I'm wincing a little bit here. So I did a little digging. Um, I would say hands down the most successful Scandinavian national or most successful Scandinavian player we've had in MLS is, uh, is Usted, who's from Denmark. He's been starting goalkeeper at Vancouver for a while. Does, does a solid job. I, I think he was uh, I think he was an all-star last season. So, you know, can't complain about that. Uh, Pomodu Ka actually is a Norwegian citizen. And uh, he's had a so-so run at Timbers and Whitecaps. Um, he can speak seven languages, so I guess give him some points for that. Uh, but he's currently playing for Whitecaps 2 down in USL. So read into that what you will. And then Stefan Ishizaki, who had 50 appearances for the Galaxy between 2014 and 2015, had six goals in, you know, I think was a solid role player. Uh, But he moved back to his native Sweden when his wife got pregnant, and that's the last we've seen of him. And those really, as far as I can tell, are the top three Scandinavians we've ever had in MLS. So, So, uh, you know, they're not quite Vadim Demidov territory, any of them, but uh, there you go. So, so the answer is no. Yeah, not really. No, I think Manny might have been talking out of his ass a little. Cool. That's her. Um, so,
0: Goldfish Fibers Doreen uh, asked us, on a scale of no one will sell a sting to visit, no one will sell a sting or to visit Milwaukee. How disappointed was I to learn QPR Wigan was a matchup, not a team name? Okay, so this uh, this
1: is this was her question in response to finding out that we were ingesting uh, powerful hallucinogenics before we started recovering tonight, yes, that, uh, recording tonight. That's Sorry. True. Um, so here's the deal. I think we got we got to pin down which sting it is we're talking about. And uh, about a week ago on Twitter, uh, you fucked this one up, by the way. Your sting. Yeah, you're, oh yeah, I yeah. massively fucked this one up, folks. So, we'll continue. <laughs> anyways, about a week ago on Twitter, I did a survey on, like, uh, what, what Sting are we talking about here? So it was basically Sting uh, from the police and then uh, solo efforts. Sting, the pro wrestler. Uh, the movie, The Sting, from 1973. And then I put in Chicago Sting, the old NASL club, because that was the first soccer team I ever supported. Who did I miss in that survey? Oh, Sting. The San Antonio Scorpions mascot that was unveiled
0: on a pickup truck against Minnesota United. Oh, it was a beautiful
1: night. Oh, oh. Came out of an egg. It was was gorgeous.
0: I give you hell
1: right away. Oh, yeah. No, everybody did. I know. I know. I stand by the decision. But uh, basically, everybody except for Sting, the rock star, tied as being equally the same Sting. <laughs> so, uh, level of disappointment to find out QPR Wigan is a lineup and not an actual team name. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with WWE Sting. Yeah. Yeah, sir. Um. So that's a.
0: So on a scale of no one will sell us a Sting. Wait to visit
1: Milwaukee. Oh, I'm, I am visiting Milwaukee. Okay. disappointed. That's, okay. Yes. That's, that was, yes. it, that's a scale. Yeah, There's a I, scale. I, I see of, your bronze fons. No okay. I see 20 bronze fons <laughs> just because
0: I'm on hallucinogenics right now. All right. Fair enough. Um, all right. So this question probably will not make any sense whatsoever oh to either God. of us. Um, are the Lisbon Lions 67 Celtic FC team the most revolutionary team in the leftist sense of the word? If not, Who? I'm gonna go ahead and answer this question and say yes, because I don't want to. I don't want to do any research. Yeah. Uh,
1: but I mean, Bill Shankly is pretty leftist fucking manager. Yeah. So so I unfortunately I know just enough about about this to make a complete ass of myself. Okay. Knock um, stuff off. Let you the go. the reference is to the uh, 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 Celtics FC team in 1967 that won the European Championships in Lisbon. Uh, every single player on that team was born and had grown up within about a 10-mile radius of the stadium. So it's sort of the last of the uh, the last of the local ad team. That's awesome. Uh, stylistically, they were noted for having a very uh, positive, aggressive tacking style. It was kind of a forerunner of the uh, 1970s Dutch total footballer style. So I think in a lot of ways, tactically, yes. Who they were at the time, yes. Uh, but I'm going to say the most revolutionary leftist team ever was Red Star Belgrade circa 1945 because they were made up of actual anti fascist guerrillas. Yeah. So there you go. Take that. That was from uh,
0: Arlagrid Ar- Ryan the Lion. Um, Shout uh, question. out to Ryan. Shout out to Ryan, but yeah, take that. Uh, fucking actual <laughs> anti uh, anti socialist or anti fascist there. Um, all right, uh, at Pete Bisson. Um, who uh, just got married? I think. Um, not a question. It's actually a question. But name your three most hated clubs in the world. Oh boy.
1: Do you have? You have three you can name right now. Um, or? Okay, so for me, my number—the team I actually hate the most—is Atlanta United. And, really? Uh, yeah, I, I kind of hate them. Yeah, okay. but I also kind of respect them. Yeah, and I also kind of envy them. That's fine. So it's it's convoluted. You can do I think all we, three could, of those we could we can do a little Freudian analysis on this. Yeah, but it might just go back to a certain chilly day in March when we were just fucking brutally humiliated. That's fair. Uh, by by that team. So what are, what are your two other teams? Um, oh man, I'm gonna get in trouble. No, go all for right, it. All right. So here's the thing. Arsenal just annoys the shit out of me. I'm sorry. Like I have a lot of friends who love Arsenal. <laughs> Personal supporters Fuck Arsenal But I just I just can't I can't get into it I don't know what to tell right, you it, it, it feels I don't know Yeah um, right. After that Who do I hate I guess as a Wigan supporter I'm supposed to hate Bolton But frankly Bolton's kind of cool So I don't know That's where I'm at right, see. So you, you hate two teams I hate to, I don't even really hate Those guys That's fair I don't, um, I don't have hate in my system man I'm all about
0: love Okay That's fair all right, so I hate Milwaukee and any Milwaukee club uh, that exists. Proper that answer. Is, that is that is one. That is the correct answer. That is one. <laughs> um, I'm a, I, people on the podcast. Know I'm a Liverpool fan. I don't hate Everton. Actually, I think Everton's cute and cuddly, and yes. I'm really glad they do they do their thing and they do their thing over there. Um, I fucking hate arsenal <laughs> i'm not even gonna couch it because i fucking hate arsenal i don't even know why <sighs> liverpool tends to beat arsenal even though arsenal tends to finish generally ahead of liverpool on top of the table we beat arsenal but yeah we we can't we can't beat shitty ass lower level teams nope but yeah, i fucking hate arsenal <laughs> and i don't know Right now, I kind of fucking hate Barcelona because they keep trying to uh, take the little magician from us. But oh, that one, yeah. that one kind of, that one kind of uh, varies. So, like my, I really, yeah, I really hate the Milwaukee, and I really hate Arsenal. And other than that, I, you know, I it, it kind of varies. Like,
1: so another way to read this question, sometimes, sometimes it's
0: Tottenham. Let's be fair. Fair enough. It's, it's Tottenham because some of those. Tottenham guys are fucking assholes too yeah.
1: <laughs> Not all the time, but sometimes Yeah, so. so another way to do Is to think of this, like if we, if we could do A global survey and read everyone's minds Who does who does everyone on earth hate the most Um, and I would think Probably what, Madrid Um, probably Man City Madrid, Man City Arsenal, Man U Maybe Man U uh, Maybe Lazio if you want to get a little Obscure
0: A little obscure, yeah Yeah yeah. Fair enough. Anyways, um, all right, so that's good. So now the most important question of the night. Oh my God. Uh, so at Charles3MAGN3, yeah. yeah,
1: Charlemagne, Charles, Charles not in charge. Charles not in
0: charge. He asked us to pick uh, five aside teams uh, for the Derby of the Daves. This is going to be good. Well, there's not two Daves here, so we can't, we can't <laughs> split 10 Daves. So we're gonna do Battle of the Daves versus Luke's. Uh, and we're gonna pick five of sides. Uh, I'm gonna pick my I'm gonna do my side because okay. I, I think Luke can be on the are you ready? Yes, okay. I'm ready to go. go.
1: go well, you do yours first. Okay, so the two uh, footballing Luke's that I can think of off the top of my head, uh, Luke Mulholland, uh, okay. former NASL star, currently Minnesota- with uh, real star. For, former
0: former star. Former star. Minnesota Star. Former Minnesota for Star. A while yeah. there.
1: Uh, I'm gonna take Luca Modric. I, I'm gonna claim a Luca here, and after that, it's gonna get a little awesome. I got Luke Skywalker, Luke Duke, <laughs> and Lucky Luke from Two Live Crew. <laughs> I, I think we, I think we got a fighting chance. <laughs> oh man! All right. Uh, well,
0: I think my is gonna destroy your side. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I, I mean, you got Jedi powers.
0: Presuming, presuming you can't.
1: And we got the goddamn General Lee.
0: Presuming Skywalker (laughs) can't uh, uh, use a lightsaber during Uh, the game. Jedi mind trick. You 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 totally missed uh, Liverpool's Lucas. Oh shit. He'd have been a perfect holding midfielder for you. Uh. Yeah. God Uh, damn it, man. Whatever. Um, So my my five my five side daves would be uh, David de keeping David Luiz, David Beckham, Uh. David Silva. Uh, and Edgar Davids uh, in the midfield, basically, like, you know, all those guys sort of sauntering around scoring goals. Bonus David uh, as, a, as a gaffer, uh, David Moise. <laughs> he
1: gets a David, David. Moise.
0: Moise, yes. He's, he's in, like, season Spain now, so. Um, and then shout out to the very awesome David, who I definitely did not want on my fucking team because he's a twat. Arsenal center half David O'Leary. Uh, so, but yeah, you sure missed you missed fucking Lucas. I thought that hey, was like that was, a, that, was a, that was a gimme. That was a goddamn gimme. What, that would
1: be too easy. <laughs> we got we got Jedi mind trick powers. We got it. We got a we got, got a, a g- muscle car that can jump. Half over the well, entire half, damn pitch.
0: Half of a car that can <laughs> jump over the 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 Fern Gully, uh,
1: Fern Gully River. Oh, nice. <laughs> Well, right, all right. now, them Duke boys are more nervous than a bunch of long-tailed <laughs> cats in a room full of rocking chairs. All
0: right, all right. I think this is the end of the podcast.
1: This, where can yeah. we, where can we find you, Luke Craig? Uh, I am at BornWithATail underscore on Twitter. Um, please leave me alone. I did about a B minus tweet that somehow went crazy in the <laughs> last two days. Yeah, like a million retweets, like a million retweets. And I, and I'm just, yeah, I'm suffering every minute for it now. <laughs> so, so never tweet. That's it. <laughs> the moral. But that's my advice. Moral of the that story. My legal advice. Or never just, tweet. Or
0: just don't be like really good at Twitter. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> um, you can find. You can also find Luke uh, writing regularly for us or re- semi regularly for us at uh, davesano dot Yep. Yeah. What What was the the piece you posted uh, um, recently?
1: Yeah. So I do I do a, about two posts a month. Uh, I try to just find stories about. Uh, interesting people or weird cultural things or like things supporter groups do in the world of world soccer. Uh, The last article was on this really bizarre story about uh, Muammar Gaddafi's son who uh, essentially bought his way into playing in the Italian Serie A. And uh, it didn't go well. So uh, check out the Dave's I com to read the full story on that. Yeah,
0: yeah. So we, we also brought in a, a new writer, Bridget McDowell, who's going to be writing about yes. fan experience stuff. We have a we have a female writer, which is really cool. Um, you can find Dave Martin generally under at offensive underscore loons. Um, me at Texas Zeller. Again, all of our shit at Dave's I Know.com. That's where we do all of our daily stuff. I actually have uh, – I generally post there about two or three times a week because I'm sometimes the only person who writes on the website. Sometimes. Dave Baker writes there as well. Um, email us questions if you have questions for at thedaves.iknowmn at gmail.com. And we have rum ham shirts that we're, we're putting rum together ham. and we are going to sell them. Uh, you But you need to pre order a rum ham shirt. By pre order, I mean you need to put your uh, sizes down in your email address so we can. Get you the fucking shirt.
1: I got to get in on that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, we'll repost it again on Twitter tomorrow. Um, but yeah, Rumham's shirts, which has all the really cool TDIK MN you can logo drink stuff. It, you can wear it. Exactly. It's a way so, of life. All right. This, uh, thank you, Luke. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank well. You for having me. This, uh, <laughs> we are the Daves you know, or the Daves and Lukes you know. This has been the Daves I know. As you do yours, land here, become fleek, con. Yeah, uh, we, we do yeah. our things, son. Who the act, we attract two, hope to reach one. Uh, we, yeah. we, we do our things, Do it, we, 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 do it. Uh, we do our things, son. Someone paint a piece, someone spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be done. Uh, we, we, we do our we things, know. things, son. I, 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 I can't do nothing, nothing at all.
1: Yeah, I know yeah, we can't do nothing at all. <laughs> nah, nah. yo, yeah. nah, nah. yeah. I can't do nothing yeah,
0: at all. I know we can't do
1: nothing at all.